And bonjour all you gardening cats and gators. Welcome to Gardening with Cisco, April 4th. And uh, you probably have already seen my announcement or heard one of my podcasts, but uh, my last show is going to be April 25th. So if you know anybody out there that's looking for a really good-looking, very, very intelligent and buff radio garden host... <laughs> So, yeah, uh, April 25th will be the last show. I got a great guest. I'm going to introduce him in one minute, but I got to just... Actually, I'll introduce you first, and I'll give my announcements after that. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, John Christensen from Christensen's Nursery out there in Mount Vernon, one of the best nurseries in the state, no doubt about it. Your borders are fantastic. You're famous for your rose gardens and... Uh, but you also have a lot of really cool, rare, and unusual plants. But I don't even want any bragging about how you just blew everybody out at a Northwest Flowered Garden Festival this year. That garden that you and Tony built was to die for Tony's his wife. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Well, you know, you, you just never know until it's done. So we're setting the garden up, and it looks terrible. You know, the whole time. It's chaos. There's mountains of stuff all around. And, you know, you have three days. So yeah. then, uh, you know, right at the, the end of the third day, you're starting to think, okay, this is coming together. Oh, so and, good. Uh, it was, what a great show. And what, what a, um, it was a good show. fortuitous timing, too. Oh, you know, was that lucky? That was, that was the, you know, the last month of normality. And now things have gone crazy with the coronavirus but yeah what a terrific show that was it was a terrific show it was really great for me because i ended up taking uh somebody's talks and i had my brand new book out so i got to do all these book signings <laughs> the funny part was all these people come into the room expecting to see a talk about chickens <laughs> here i am talking about bugs and <laughs> You don't have any chicken stories? I don't, have any, I don't have one chicken story. I have one. Uh-huh. And that's my sister-in-law. She had chickens for a while, and one of her chickens jumped over this fence. and the, the, So she jumped over the fence, but the people had a six-foot concrete wall in their backyard. She was fine. She's real athletic. Picked up her chicken, realized she couldn't climb back up. Had to walk all the way around the block carrying her chicken. <laughs> People are looking out the window going, mm, that woman is really strange over there. <laughs> well, you know, we did have a chicken in our garden at the Flower and Garden Show. So it was oh, yeah. titled Hilltop Farm and Beatrix Barber's Garden. And we had a chicken. And this is uh, a story about the uh, details that my wife concerns herself with, which is every little minute you can imagine. <laughs> So we're all done. Everything's wrapped up. And she looks in the, uh, in the uh, chicken. Uh, it was a little chicken tractor on the lawn. And she said, that egg's in the wrong spot. The chicken had laid an egg uh, earlier. And I had moved it in. You know, we set it. And I put the egg back. And she said, that, that egg's in the wrong spot. Well, t- to get to that egg <laughs> meant walking through the garden very carefully because all the grass was just right. Oh, we had to have two guys lift up the chicken coop. And I had to move the egg to the spot where... <laughs> She regarded as the spot where the chicken would have laid an egg. Oh, that's <laughs> like, just killing me. Oh, you're oh. kidding. 
But yeah. uh, but attention to detail is is the key to a successful garden. Because you won the Founders' show. Cup, so we that's did. like the top award at a whole thing, and you got a whole bunch of other People's Choice gold Award, ones. the Fine Gardening Award, the yep. Exhibitors Award, the and Professionals' then the Choice People's award. Choice. I think is really the biggest award of all. And well, yeah, and that they don't award until Saturday. But, yeah. but the uh, the attendance was great, and we felt. You know, really good about our garden, and uh, oh, nice. we've been involved in the flower and garden show since nearly the beginning. I was at Mulbacks at the time. That's right. And when you talk about how uh, oh my god, wonderful our nursery is. Amazing. Well, when I was at Mulbacks, I always wanted to have a nursery. Well, just like Mulbacks, ah, <laughs> and I, we're not there yet. Who is that guy uh, that used to design the Mulbacks once? Bob Chidock. Bob Chidock. Bob Chidock yes, was, yes. Uh, oh, he went over awesome the top. Architect. He was. I just remember the things that he did, and and they were great uh, examples for future garden creators looking at his attention to detail. I mean, he really was detailed. Oh, yeah, but you guys, I mean... You could even see where someone walked on the grass purposely. You know, I don't know. That was when I was trying to get to the chicken run. <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. I had to get there to lift it up to move that egg. <laughs> so. All your fruit trees with blossoms on them. I mean, well, boy, that's oh that's boy. the challenge, and that's that's my part uh, in in creating the garden is making sure everything gets forced, and we generally force about uh, at least twice as much as we'll use, uh-huh. uh, knowing that. Uh, and we're not very organized when we get to the show. We have all these plants, and oh, instead geez. of a plan showing where everything goes, it's it's my wife pointing. You know, oh. here the, we we have all the big stuff done, but all the little things coming together. So the fruit trees, we had Asian pear and and European pears, espalier. It was so cool. Which I should mention to everybody out there: if you're interested in in an orchard in your garden, but you've got a tiny garden. Espalier fruit trees. Only way to go. You, it's so much easier to prune orchard them. Orchard that's only a foot deep and you know, yeah. eight feet tall and twelve feet wide. Oh my god! So gosh. you can train them, and those are you know, you can go to nurseries now and find espalier fruit trees. And yeah, you so, can buy them that way, and then you just got to keep them like that. Yeah, and it's not hard to do. And you get a ton of fruit. You can't ignore them though. No, no, <laughs> you do have to work. <laughs> my next door neighbor's a rental place. And that the people that lived there didn't do anything. I mean, it was a sea of morning glory back there. They moved now, and the new people are doing better. But uh, so every time they'd leave, I had to sneak in their backyard and prune these espalier fruit oh, trees. Yeah. I don't know if they ever knew I did it or not. <laughs> Just in the morning, it was a miracle. Look, those trees look great all by themselves. Because if I didn't, there'd be huge fruit trees well, blocking all the sun to my house. Oh, it was for your own. Oh, it was yeah. for me, not for them. Because <laughs> SBLA trees, yeah, they just want to become full size trees. They want to grow. But but if you walk you know, walk by them uh, three times a year and just snip, 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 yeah. just keep and, them at bay. And, oh, it's so much easier. It's, and you get wonderful fruit, easy to pick the fruit, yep. prune. Every. And you can do it in small gardens. Yeah. See, my first start yeah. actually was just down the road from me. I was working at Saks Greenhouse. Oh, my uh, gosh. Right there on 65th wow. and 25th. Jeez. <laughs> that was my, my start. And then later at Mulbacks, and then we got uh, started Christensen's Nursery 30 years ago. 30 years ago, and it's growing now. Which is you've... almost how long you've had, this show. How long y- you've had yeah, the show. Yeah, uh, I, I believe over 30 years. Because uh-huh. I used to, I think, I told this story last week, but I used to be on a pager. Mm-hmm. And if the Mariners got raided out, or uh, the game ended early, my page would go off. I had to whip down to Cairo and come in with an announcer and answer garden questions. <laughs> and the famous story, I was at a restaurant somewhere in Seattle. It was an Italian one. I remember that. And we're right in the middle of dinner, and the pager goes off. And I jumped up and ran out. 
And Mary said, all the people are going, he must be a really important doctor. <laughs> Almost. You're a Almost, really important yeah. horticulturist to everybody Plant who doctor. listens. <laughs> well, I remember uh, when we were, when I would drive to, to work uh, to the Skagit Valley, uh, listening to your show on, on Saturdays. And, wow, how yeah. about that? Oh, Jeez, boy. Louise. So we're going to miss having you, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to miss doing it really bad. But uh, already I've made a few videos... I think I I think I'm going to be on um evening next week but it's all uh on Zoom now. Uh-huh. So, you know, instead of going into the TV like I used to or they'd come and interview me, now it's all being done, you know, uh video. Uh-huh. Oh wow. So yeah, so uh, I we made the first one for evening. I made do I might be on every week answering questions. So oh, very good. That'll be really well, fun. I'm sure you're not going away. I no, no, I don't plan to go away. <laughs> Mary and I are trying to make these videos and I'm screwing them up so bad. <laughs> How's her editing? <laughs> uh, she that's the problem. So she's like, You gotta stop talking. I can't edit if you keep talking. <laughs> She goes, this is way too long, you fool. You know? <laughs> well, listen, we got a ton of people. We're going to have to do a few phone calls when we no, come true. back because we got a lot of callers. And then, uh, but in between, you brought some cool plants. So we'll talk about what's cool in the garden right now. Well, the drive wasn't very long, but look how they're already drying out. The sun is out. A beautiful yeah, day to be out in the garden. Amazing. A bad day to cut look twigs and drive down I-5. <laughs> it's so weird. The flowers are holding yeah, up. Yeah, the camellias are still looking they pretty are. good. So, uh, <laughs> pretty cool. All right. Well, listen, when we come back, uh, Jenneth from Montlake Terrace, you're going to be on with John Christensen and I. Yeah, I can guarantee it is no possible way we could be stumped. Even if it's marriage counseling, we will get the question right. Hey, we'll be right back. 97.3 Cairo FM. This is Gardening with Cisco on the all-new Cairo Radio Weekends. Now, before we go to the phones, I just quick want to say that Dan Hinckley, that very, very famous gardening guy that most people know who he is, if you know it, he's a person that's gone all over the world uh, finding uh, new and unusual plants and bringing them back. And But he has got a, uh, a, a new uh, video thing up. I've got a link to it right on Cisco.com, so you can go to that. And uh, if you're into plants, it's really, really good. You get He takes you around uh, Heronswood and uh, Wincliffe, his home, and shows you all these uh, really cool plants and talks about them. So you learn a lot, you know, pretty fun. And uh, But his Ficaria brazen hussy, he said that doesn't spread. Oh, la, la. It's in my lawn. It's in every bed. Well, the name brazen hussy might give you a clue. I should have known. (laughs) One more announcement that will go to the phones was that I just want to thank a neighbor. I don't even know his name. I dug out the biggest doggone clumping bamboo. It took me a week. It had roots like you've never seen, and it had gotten way too big. And, you know, trying to divide that up so you could dig it out. So I had this gigantic root ball. I'd already taken a couple of chunks off of it, but it was still so big. This guy's walking by. His wife always asks me gardening questions. He goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I got this root ball free. I can't get it out of the hole. I said, I've tried metal bars, everything. I can't get it out. And he goes, I'll give you a hand. He's wearing 
really nice clothes. He gets in the hole with me. Takes us about 15 minutes. We somehow roll it out of the hole. He walks away. He didn't even let me say hi. <laughs> so you are my hero, wherever you are. Thank you. Wow. You know, bamboo, oh. it does have roots like galvanized pipe. You know, you use a sawzall. Because oh. oh. we dig it at the nursery, too, for sale. And, man, we don't get enough money for it for as much work Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you, I used to recommend, like, uh, not the running bamboo, but the sure. clumping bamboo. So which clumper is this? Do you recall? I can't, I can't remember the name of it right now. I paid 250 bucks for a four-inch pot. Wow. It was brand new. Back when it was new. Yeah. Now you and, know. Oh, my God. Now I cuss it so bad. <laughs> I never recommended that stuff again. If you got a big, big garden and you want a nice screen, well, we, the Fargesias are great. I bet it was a Fargesia sometime. It, it was, yeah, it was, but it was a real fancy Fargesia. Well, this one, uh, the one that we have at the nursery is Robusta, and there's a clump. Oh, that's a beauty. It is a clumper, but that clump is now 20 feet wide. They're like people. <laughs> As just, you get older, they get wider. You can't do anything about that. <laughs> maturity, it's, it's filled up. So, yeah, the runners aren't shooting out 25 feet. 30 feet away, but the clump is no, bigger the clumps and bigger. just get bigger and bigger. It was wrecking them, getting over my erysemas, everything. You know, I was like, you <laughs> got to go. Oh, and then I, I took it, got rid of it yesterday. I could barely roll it out of the truck. Oh, So, yeah, where is it now? It's uh, sitting at um, uh, Pacific Topsoil. <laughs> That where you know they take your clean greens. Uh-huh. So, oh my so god! Might be rooting there as we speak. They, yeah, they, they should have charged me double what they, they charged me if they'd have seen what was under the tarp. A year from now, they're going to be calling you back saying, "Hey, we have an image of you dropping off this plant. We better go <laughs> to every topsoil customer that we have." Keeps- Complaining about this, uh, uh, <laughs> but the clumpers are the way to go. I, I certainly oh, yeah. admire Clump, clumping. Yeah, numbers. only but have a lot of rumors. Still don't put them in. Yeah. Oh. Okay, we got Jenneth on the line from Mont Lake Terrace. Hi, Jenneth. Thanks so much for calling. Hi, Cisco. It's it's Janet, by the way. Oh, Janet. Um, oh, hi. Yeah, I've talked to you many, many times. And we're sorry you're leaving the radio because my oh. husband and I like to take a radio outside and listen to you while we're gardening. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> we'll have to look for you elsewhere. Yeah, I'll be out uh, there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I know I'm supposed to fertilize my raspberries and blueberries with tomato food, right? Well, uh, No. Don't do your blueberries with tomato food. Use uh, oh, okay. organic rhododendron food. Okay. Oh, they love that. And you could do it any time now. They're in pots, so how much? Uh, lots. <laughs> you, you almost can't, lots. can't overdo it with the organic. With the organic, yeah. You know, yeah. I'd use a, a half handful in a pot. Yeah, yeah. That okay. should be enough for that. And but the tomato food is fine for those raspberries; they'll do great. And how much with that? How much of that? Well, usually, it tells on the thing on the bag on the label about how much per square feet of plant. I'd follow that. Okay. Because they all have different numbers, you know. It's kind of crazy, so. Yeah, I bought razzleberries at when you were talking about them one year, and they're wonderful. Were you growing those in pots also? 
Pardon? Were you growing those in pots also, the raspberries? Yeah, the raspberries are in big pots. Oh, so that's that raspberry shortcake. That yeah. is fun. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. Oh, that's a great plant. Little tricky to prune because you don't quite prune it like a regular raspberry. I, you know, I looked it up the other day. I can't remember from my life how the heck you do it. <laughs> Just Look remember, that up. If, if they fruited, those fruiting canes, you can cut back. Yeah. If they haven't fruited, you leave them. But you don't cut it all the way to the ground like you do other raspberries. That's it. Just cut back the part that fruited. So that's okay. tricky on those, uh, on those strawberry shortcakes. Be careful on those. You might want to look that up once just to make sure I even got that right. But I think John's right, though. Anything that when you got the fruit, you got to cut that off. It's got to grow new stuff. And, you know, other stuff will be growing all summer while it's fruiting. And those are the ones that will fruit the next year. You got to get all that garbage out of the way to fruit it because it dies back. And now there's the new uh, baby cake, which is the, the blackberry. Oh. It grows the same way. Oh, so, baby uh, cake. It's, Whoa. It's a great blackberry for containers, which is Ooh, fun. If you've ever grown blackberries, a contained one sounds pretty appealing. And all these people <laughs> living in, uh, all these people living in, uh, you know, apartments and everything. If you got a balcony ring, you could have fresh fruit right out there. there. So fun. Well, a- anything well, else, place- Janet? Uh, yeah, Janet? I was going to say the only place I have full sun is. At the side of my white garage, so we have our pots there, oh, and they do fabulous. Oh, I bet they like that <laughs> reflected anyway, sun. Um, I wanted to know about hydrangeas. I have some osmocote, and I don't know what to do with it. Can I give it? Well, here's it what we'll hydrangeas? do. Do you want to? Do you want to hang in? Hang on uh, through the news, or do you want us just to answer it after you hang up? Uh, you can answer it after I hang up. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, w- when we come back from the news, we'll go ahead and uh, answer your question about fertilizing and pruning hydrangeas. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. We can answer it now. <laughs> what, have you ever used Osmocote? You know, I'm a huge fan of Osmocote. What I love about Osmocote is it's so slow release. You know, it lasts yeah. three or four months. There's even a, a eight to nine month formulation. Uh, so you can definitely use Osmocote on on uh, your ornamentals. So yeah, so uh, hydrangeas um, are like uh, perennials. Uh, you can use them on perennials too. I mean, generally, I don't. Although there's a there is a vegetable Osmocote. I I tend to use it on just the ornamentals. I always not use the it in pots. I use yeah. it a lot and in, in pots. pots, and that's what we're doing at the nursery. So terrific slow release, uh, and your hydrangeas will love it. Especially the new hydrangeas flower so much. So having the and osmocotes. Kind of neutral, isn't it? Yeah, it's not so, very acidic. It's not going to change the color. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pink will stay pink or your blue will stay blue. <laughs> yeah. Did we give you a good answer? Yes, you did. And I can do that now? Yeah, yes. I think so, yeah. Now would be a good time. All right. Okay. We got to run because the news is coming right up. But, Janet, thanks so much for your call. Thank you. And we'll miss you on the radio. Oh, thanks so much. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, the news is on its way, so we'll be back right after that on on (laughs) 97.3. Where am I anyway? This is Gardening with Cisco on the all-new Cairo Radio Weekends, brought to you by PacificTopsoil.com and Molbax in Woodenville. 
Ooh la la. Here's Cisco. Oh la la. Now, Janice, we're about to go to you, but I do want to mention something, John, and that's that your nursery and most nurseries are open right now for business. You know, thank goodness we are an essential business, and boy, uh, it's easy to see why. Uh, you know, people oh, yeah. are, are coming in for, for vegetables, for edibles, for lots of blueberries going out. We're talking I about betcha. blueberries and and uh, and fruit trees, espaliered apples, and all of those. So yeah, it's uh, I'm, I feel very very thankful that we are regarded as essential because I I really do think a lot of our customers are coming in certainly to uh, purchase those important things for their homes, but also for a little therapy. Yeah, <laughs> come isn't to it? the nursery. Fresh air. I mean, we're out in the country, which is, uh, a, you know, for a long time I thought, boy, we're out in the middle of nowhere. This, <laughs> we, we could have done better if we were close to the big city. Right now, I'm pretty thankful that we're out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the Skagit Valley. And uh, it couldn't be more beautiful. And I should also mention uh, the Skagit Valley Tulip Festival is canceled. Uh, so no tiptoeing through the tulips this year. <laughs> but if you're driving to the nursery, you're going to get uh, a view of some scenery that is, you know, it's world-class stuff. But I should say, I went to their website, and they're like, don't come. It is, uh, yeah, the tulip fields yeah. are not open. No, they're and, not uh, open. And, they're and, worried about too many people driving well, there. you know, but... people come from everywhere. And that's just, you know, if it's just locals, uh, you know, they wouldn't yeah. be making, as as it used to always be, it was just locals. But now, now people come from Canada, from... Even Idaho. <laughs> well, if you do Oregon. go, if you do happen to drive through the tulip fields, make sure you go to Christensen's Nursery. <laughs> well, and if you're packing a bike along, I have to say uh, the the roads are pretty empty, and the bicycling well, is that be absolutely great? gorgeous. That's so, what I would do. So the the tulip fields, however, you cannot get off and and look around. Uh, it's it's a drive by thing, and and yeah. uh, they do look great. But coming to the nursery. Uh, we're certainly uh, bursting with uh, fruit trees and berries and vegetable yeah, starts. Lots and, and some cool plants to And boot, a lot of fun plants. Now, I'm yeah. having so much fun working in my garden, moving everything around. I got all this spare time. I might <laughs> as well do it. You know? Well, you know, they say gardening is great for... It's good for Getting you. rid of depression, you know, getting your hands in the dirt. Even if you just go out there and dig a hole in the ground, skip the plant, just dig a hole. <laughs> Get <laughs> you, dirty. You can't think about depressing things when you're out there thinking, wow, would that look cool next to that? You, you know, know? And, I, and I don't want to discourage uh, Cairo, but don't listen to the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the I'm news is too it, much. It's, it's too much. You know, get your little snippet on your, uh, you know, on your drive, but... It, it it really is great to get outside. And I'm just, with you. Just avoid the distractions and get out and garden because uh, the weather's beautiful today. Get outside. Walking, uh, walking in oh, the grass yeah. with your bare feet, that's a good one too. That is. <laughs> All right, Janice, we have got you on the air. Sorry for making you wait, but there's so much to talk about right now. Hi. Hi. Thanks. It's been fun listening to you. Oh, thanks. Also, I really, I just recently finished your new book and- I enjoyed it so much. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks. That was great. (laughs) My question is, I have a pretty large henoki in a pot. It's about four feet tall, about four feet wide, and it's in a pot, and it's in east sun, and it's doing great, and it's got, you know, some bright green new growth on it and stuff, but I need to get it out of the pot, and the spot that I have that I'd really like to put it in is sunny. So I'm not sure. I've looked online, can, can, and I've seen both. Hinoki's can go in the sun, and then others say Hinoki in the shade. So I wanted to know your opinion where 
if you think it would be safe for me to put it in the sun. Well, you got two experts with opinions. So <laughs> my opinion is it'll be okay to put it in the sun, but it might burn up a little well, when you first put it there. Is it a gold one or a green one? Green. Okay. It's green with Those some, are tough. Um, you know, the bright, that bright green. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's good. that's dull green. Yeah, the the green ones tend to take more sun. Gold ones right. can sometimes burn. Yeah, so I think you're okay. I think you're in great shape. You know, the other thing about Hinoki cypress, I've discovered they're drought tolerant as can be, and uh, you could prune the livid tweedle out of those suckers. <laughs> I've cut some down two thirds, and they've come back beautiful. I figured, well, it's either <laughs> going to make it or it isn't. You know, <laughs> sometimes that's what you you know. Am I going to yank you out or? Cut you back and see yep. what happens. It got twice as wide it as recovered. it used to be, but <laughs> it came back beautiful. So I think you're in great shape. Getting it out of the pot may be a trick. You know how I do um, it? I'm, oh. oh, I've listened to how you do it, and I've uh, done it the same exact way. I've been listening to you for a long time. Uh, oh, great. I know all your tricks. <laughs> yeah, you know so, my trick um, yeah, get that old pruning saw, turn it, put the pot on the side, and just grind it out of there, and it works every time. The one thing yeah. I've done wrong, I did it in the same place in my lawn a bunch of times. I never thought that it would build up. I've got this giant hump in the middle of my lawn. <laughs> Your potting soil hump. <laughs> potting soil, yeah. So, hey, but Janice, I think you're in great shape. And do you think I should add any kind of fertilizer when I'm planting it in the hole or I, a composter? I always throw a little starter for yeah. it. And for, I think yeah. uh, Osmocote, going back to that, or or we have that organic uh, EB Stone all-purpose is good, too. Yeah, well, any of those are really good. You know, good an all-purpose would be really good, I think. Yeah. Okay. Great. All and right. hey, well, watch, the water, so watch the water watch the in for a while, of course. You know, just want to mm-hmm. throw that in. Okay, I'm excited. All right. We'll fill a hole. All right, have fun with that. Thank you. Hey, Thank thanks you a lot, Jess. Thanks for listening all these years. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, it's a joy. Okay, see you later. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. We got time, so let's go to Diana now in uh, Crenton, Washington. Hi, Diana. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, just great. I don't know where Crenton is, do you? It's Clinton. Ah. I'm with the island. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Uh, okay, who wrote that down over uh, there? All right. <laughs> Blake. <laughs> well, we love Clinton. We love Woodby Island. And, uh, uh, yeah. Great, oh, yeah. Great gardeners on Woodby Island. Oh, yeah. Say. They're leafing out. <laughs> so, I, uh, my question is, um, long ago, I read about this plant. It looks like a stone, but it's alive. Oh, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's you the name what of those things? They're lithops. 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 They're so cool. I love those oh. things. L-I-T-H. O-P-S. O-P. Oh, okay. I wonder if. Bayview Nursery might carry that. You know, they might. I, I, I think uh, most nurseries have really good selections of succulents because most succulents are pretty hard to kill, and we like to 
sell things yeah, that are hard to kill. that's why I like the, them. <laughs> these things, they call them living stones because they look like stones. They come from Africa, and it fools oh, the birds okay. into thinking they're not plants, so they don't peck them to eat them. Well, right and, now, and we're right. growing them from seed at the nursery. Oh, you're growing them so from seed? So come back seed. in like three years, and maybe we'll have some. Oh. <laughs> Oh, they wow. take a while. You know, they open up and a flower comes out the middle. Oh, it's cool. Oh, I haven't I seen those flowers. Know oh, that. They're big. They're really cool. Well, big compared to the size of the plant. Yeah. It's about an inch oh, round wow. flower. Oh, oh wow. Thank you, got, you for answering this question. Hey, you got to grow those in, uh, uh, I would grow them if it were me in uh, cactus soil that you could buy at the oh, nursery. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I, and, and do you ever fertilize? I fertilize them once a year. I give them a oh, shot okay. in April. They're awfully slow to grow. And we oh, do. Yeah. We actually have some starts at the nursery as well. <laughs> but they're they're slow. And, you know, slow plants simply don't need a lot of fertilizer. So That yeah, is so true. And you don't want to overdo it. That's for sure. I've I've murdered so many of those things. <laughs> I think I overwater them. I keep them in the garage for the winter too. That's right. That's oh, your storage okay. shed. Yeah. yeah. So it gets mighty cold in there, you know. But most of the time they make it through. And I've got some that have gotten pretty big. I've had them so long, you know. I've shown oh, those wow. on TV a hundred really times. Awesome. I I thought I was going to stump you. Ah, well, <laughs> hey. John knew what the name was. Yeah, that you were going to stone us. Above <laughs> this, um, so yeah, now it's time to hunt for them. Yeah, yeah definitely try try Bayview. That that would be a good good spot. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice nursery out yeah. there. I like yeah. that a lot. Or head across Deception, swing by Christiansen's, and we have yeah, yeah, oh. you got some over there, Christiansen's. So okay. <laughs> That would be a great drive. Oh, yeah. You'll see the tulips coming up. And, exactly. And Deception Pass Bridge is always awesome. And, you know, it's it's much quieter yeah, right now. Yeah, boy, not that, as much that can be a problem sometimes. Sometimes yeah, now is, you'll yeah. zip right across. Not right so. now, though. <laughs> yeah, it's changed, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Temporarily. Yeah. Well, hey, All good. All right. Well, I'm <clears throat> certainly going to miss you, Cisco. Oh, thank you and so I much. Forward to every Saturday. Oh, yeah, I'm going to really miss doing it, but we'll see what happens. I promise you, I'll do something really fun. You might have to watch videos, but I guarantee oh, my wife will get me whipped into shape so I do them quick enough they won't bore you to tears. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, uh. Well, Diana, thanks so much for your call. Have fun. Send me a picture to my website sometime of your uh, your uh, lithops when you get them grown in a pot. Okay, will do. And you said once again to use um, what kind of soil oh, again? Cac- cactus soil. You could buy it at it, uh, nurseries. Okay, I just wanted to make sure about that. Yeah, because that, cause that right. drains quick. That helps. Okay, that makes sense, just like with orchids. Yeah, and, you, and yeah, just give you one last tip. So I get a big, very low uh, bowl-type pot, you know, so it's kind of flat and round, and I right. put little stones in there and everything, so it looks like a mountain scene. Looks very oh. cool, and then you have all those rock plants, the lithops all through there. Oh, fine. Oh, it's really cool. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, living stones, that's what they call them, living stones. Oh, okay. 
Well, you have fun yeah, with that. I want a picture of that in my website at some point. Okay. Okay, and, Diana. Thanks so right. much. Bye. All right. So, bye. Bye-bye. All right. 97.3 Cairo FM. You're listening to Gardening with Cisco on the all-new Cairo Radio Weekends. And if you just tuned in, my guest is John Christensen from Christensen Nursery up there in Mount Vernon. Just a wonderful nursery. And if all goes according to plan, we're going to be doing Rosie Day out together uh, June 20th. Is June it? 20th, yes. That's so. the funnest thing. Oh, uh, you know, we're, we're so excited about the day. And uh, and having you, of course, is, is uh, the highlight. And we're hopeful that everything will go according to plan. We've yeah, got David Austin so. Roses, the the rep, will be talking on fragrant gardens or fragrant Boy. roses. Tri-City Rose Society is there to answer rose questions. Everybody always has questions about roses, as yeah. you know, on this show. <laughs> so that's that's uh, June 20th. So June we're 20th. And then John and I do a talk. It's scheduled at 3 o'clock. It might still be at that time. Uh, and... Uh, it's it's really fun because uh, John shows us his favorite roses, and I usually get to talk about a companion plant that we both talk about each other's plant, <laughs> and then I always give away his valuable plants <laughs> to the audience. Well, you know, I, I have, uh, uh, over the years now, we've done this uh, a number of times, the plants keep getting smaller. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> so You're bringing them over there. Give now. away the $5 plant, not the $50 plant. <laughs> But no, it's, it's oh, we have fun. Though. It is it's, a lot of fun. And, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's huge crowds. Beautiful so. weather in June. Yeah, so the crowd. That's 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 going to be the the Let's issue keep coming our up. Fingers huh? crossed. We want to see all of this then. in the rear view. And you know, folks, we will. It's all uh, uh, right now uh, on all of our minds, and it's, yeah. it's hard to think of anything else. But you know, at a certain point, we'll be looking back on it, going, "Wow, that was that cool. was an Crazy. odd time of life." All behind us. <laughs> it will. <laughs> Get, and it's that, just around sure. the corner. So, meanwhile, uh, get out and garden, and don't think uh, you know. Think about your plants. Yeah, stay positive. Growing take, vegetables in your garden. Take your kids to the park. Throw the frisbee. You know, you don't want to be stuck in the house too long with the whole clan. You know, <laughs> Mary's always say, "Don't you want to walk the dog?" <laughs> well, now, yeah, with that, we were just talking about without the show. What? You'll be hanging around the house quite a bit. She's gonna. Oh boy! Oh boy! I want you to walk what, further and further with trouble. that dog. <laughs> She's so lucky. <laughs> well, you know, everybody's gardens, uh, their home gardens oh, are looking great. It's going to be the, the best. lawns are getting mowed just uh, in a timely fashion instead of waiting till it gets too long. I see so many people out working in the garden when I'm out walking. It's yeah. wonderful. Just so. a lot of long hair, though. I know it's yours and mine. You know, we have haircuts yeah, for a no while. Haircuts. So. <laughs> no haircuts. No teeth. Work. So, no, all these uh, all these boomers are reverting back to their former glory with the long hair, gray hair. Oh boy! <laughs> well, here we better get JJ on there. I want to make sure we got time to answer a question. JJ from Shelton, thanks for calling and welcome to the show. Thanks, Can you hear me okay? It's a little hard to hear you. It's like you're in an echo chamber. Okay. Let's oh, that's way that. better. Way better. Okay. What you got going? Hello? Oh. Well, I think uh, we might have just lost JJ, you think? You still there, JJ? Yeah, I was Uh, saying. uh, Oh. Are you there? Yeah, we can hear you. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to miss you, but my question for you is, I um, I cleaned off the bank in front of my house, and it is solid clay, of course, and I want to put some kind of ground cover on it. Um, my wife wants a variety of things, some grasses and other things, and everybody keeps recommending Ketoniaster to us, but it, that's just really not our cup of tea. What do you think would do well in this? really solid clay and like I say it's on a bank so I could get the front out so that there isn't like holes full of water Okay, well, listen, we'll uh, we'll put our heads together. It's a tough one. That's a tough spot. Yes, Clay it, is tough. You have it, good good surface drainage, but lousy drainage once it, you dig the hole. One more. Is it sunny? Oh yeah, it's solid sun. It's okay. a southern western exposure. Oh man, so it's all day sun. <laughs> So he wants kind of ground covers. There must be some grasses that can live in You know, that. I think grasses are, you know, a lot of the sedges can take uh, yeah. you know, a Carex uh, uh, varieties. So Miscanthus, I think most of the grasses can take pretty awful conditions as long as they get sun. There's and, that uh, dwarf red twig dogwood, Kelsei. Kelsei, beautiful. That would be nice yeah. in there. And, you know, I like one ground cover I like a lot that isn't terribly aggressive, that Rubus calicinoides, that creeping bramble. That is a nice, and the birds love the berries. And it berries. gets berries. Yeah, yeah, I've eaten those berries at Seattle. You, I used to munch on those. <laughs> <laughs> they're, so, they're there uh, as long as you get full sun. and, uh, yeah, they, and it's They not, call it Himalayan blackberries. Yeah. And orange berries. It's orange berry, Not Himalayan blackberry, oh. though. Uh, what oh. is it? Uh, Rubus oh. calicinoides, but it's not Himalayan. Oh, okay. But it is definitely some kind of a bramble. I think it's yeah, well-behaved blackberry. It is not. Yeah, it's yeah, not like a regular blackberry. But you know the Ketoniaster, that Damari. If you're to choose one Ketoniaster, Damari is the flat one that isn't uh, overly aggressive. That's a nice one. S- six inches tall, spreads you know eight to twelve feet. Can we think anything that would uh, flower nice for him to have in between the? Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, of something I mean, that's right offhand. I'm thinking rock roses, the cistus. Rock rose. If you don't water it, I think you might get away with it. In the clay. <laughs> yeah. It's a tricky yeah, that, that slope. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a tough spot when you got heavy you know, clay and a slope. You know what we planted on a, a bad clay slope at Seattle? You was uh, Rubus uh, Rugen. Uh, what is it? Uh, Rosa Ragosa. Oh. And then it was Al- Alba. Yes. the white. Oh, and those oh. white flowers everywhere. Well, we have that at the nursery uh, on our bank by the road uh, where we're never okay. going to water ever. It's so, a little right, tall. And it's What's tall. What's it called? Ragosa Alba. So it's a single white flowering Ragosa rose. And you, if you don't want the height, there's the pavement series, snow pavement. Oh, yeah. It's a Ragosa white that stays more compact. And it might grow. It, it probably would Ragosas, survive. All of the They're Ragosas. They're top. Every single variety. So there's, you've there's, got color choices. There's one problem with them. And it's if you got to get in there to weed, when you bend over, it's going to be a very uplifting experience if you get into those little prickers. Oh, la, la. Oh, you know what? We got to go. JJ, I'm so sorry the show is ending this second because I'm going over. Sorry, Blake. Oh, okay. Well, uh, do you got any more questions, JJ? We might have time to answer a little bit more. Well, I just, I was going to say, I used to have rock wheels planted here, but the Trees killed it all. Oh, yeah. You know, timing is everything. In the winter. Uh, it's, it's not a good one to plant in the fall like other plants, but plant in the spring. 
And then cross your fingers in the first two years you don't have uh, one of those 10 to 20-year freezes. Then you'll be all right. Because once they're established... And the hardiest one is probably hybridus. So cystus yeah. hybridus. Yeah. Which white is flowers. White flowers. Tough it's, as nails. It's, smells it's wonderful. Yeah, terrific. Yeah. And purpureus is, would be number two. Oh, I love purpurea. But yeah. All right. JJ, I hope we help, okay. buddy. Thank you so much yeah. for your call. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, before I go, I just want to say, John, Chris, this is so fun having you on the show. I'm so glad you came in to do it this morning. Oh, Cisco, I wish I was going to do it again next year. But uh, I, I guess wish you were, too. <laughs> but we'll see you it. in June. I'm All looking right. forward to that. June looking 20th. forward to June over Christensen's Nursery. Blake, thank you, my friend. Hey, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone.